Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hey, welcome back. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Turning and Development. Welcome back to our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. We're going to talk about career fairs today. I want to talk to you about what you can do to make the most out of a career fair. Career fairs really can help add a personal touch to a job hunt that often takes place mostly online these days. And we know that with everything that's been going on uh, in the country across the globe for the last 12 months, career fairs are really different right now. And a lot of them are happening online. A lot of them are gonna be virtual. So I wanna give you some techniques before and during a career fair to help you make a better impression. Grab your notes, get ready. We're going to go through a lot. And then I want to talk to you about during the career fair, some tools and tips that that you can use with that as well. But first, let's talk about before the career fair. The first thing I want you to really think about is clarify your purpose. Know what you want to achieve before the career fair starts. If you are able to go to one face-to-face, wonderful. But if it's online and it's virtual, I still want you to know what you want to achieve in advance. You may be looking to line up interviews with specific companies as soon as possible. On the other hand, you may be at the stage where you just want to learn more about organizations that interest you. You might be ready to job hunt, but you may not be clear about what you want. Even if that's your mindset, you want to know what's the end game for you. What's the outcome that you want from this career fair? First thing you want you to do is clarify your purpose. What do you want to get out of this career fair? Here's what I mean by that also is there comes a time, depending on where you are in your career, where you're on your job hunt, uh, where you are in life, you just may want to go out there and get your feet wet and that's okay. But think about what you want the end game to be. The second thing I want you to do is research every career fair that you want to achieve. Visit the website for every job fair that you attend. Get familiar with the sponsors and the employers who are expected to attend. Do more extensive research on the companies that look like they could be a good match for you. You still, even though this may not be, you know, the face-to-face, this is a real interview feel, you want to go in there with as much in your back pocket as you possibly can. You want to go in there with enough research of the information. Think about who's hosting the career fair, who are some of the sponsors for it, and then if they give you a great list of who some of the employers are going to be at the career fair, do some homework on them. You know, pick out five or 10 or 12, whatever that number is going to be for you, and do some research on the companies that you think you may be interested in. The third thing I want you to think about is polish up your resume. And as I say that, one of the things that I think is really important, especially if you are in a professional career, and and I mean every career is professional depending on what you know what you really want to do, but I want you to consider having your LinkedIn profile updated. 
have your LinkedIn profile updated. If it's been a while since you've done it, go in there, take a look at it, make sure you have a professional headshot uh, for your photo. You also want to make sure that you've highlighted things that you're really good at, some natural skills and abilities that you have on your LinkedIn profile. If you blog, write a short blog, think about what you've posted recently, or if there are things for the business that you want to interview with at the career fair, take a look at their LinkedIn page. That's a great place to research. But as you polish up your resume, also consider polishing up your LinkedIn profile. You want to proofread your resume and bring along multiple copies on high quality stationery. This means we're not talking about the regular 20 pound copy paper that we use at the office or that we use at the home office. You wanna make sure that it's on a high quality paper. If it is all going to be electronic, consider how you can make that look as sharp as possible. There are plenty of sites out there that can help you build your resume. Um, you can put it on Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com. If you're not familiar with it, it's a fabulous tool, but you want to make sure your resume looks as polished as possible. And if you're considering jobs in more than one field, Consider different versions of your resume, emphasizing your most relevant qualifications based on the job that you want to apply for. For instance, let's say that you've been in sales for the last 20 years and, and you, you, know, you want to consider a sales management job, but your passion may also be in marketing. You need to have two separate resumes. You need to have two totally separate resumes available because you want to highlight your qualifications for those positions differently based on your experience. Okay. The next thing I want you to think about is still having business cards available for yourself. Personal business cards, if you're going face-to-face, -face, can still be very, very effective. It is awesome when they say, here's my card. And you can say, oh, great. You know, here's mine as well. It's okay to do that. Simple business cards, they're inexpensive to print, especially if you get a template that, you know, lets you, you know, add in your own information and everyone has it now. It's very, very simple to do, whether you have it at a local print shop or you do it at your local Staples or Office Depot, or you have, you know, uh, someone design it for you and make it look sharp. And please do not print this on the home printer. You want to take it to a quality print shop to do because it still represents you. It's still your, a part of your personal branding. So consider your business cards and hand out your card to representatives who have a policy against accepting full resumes at an event. Okay, everyone doesn't like to do that. Everyone doesn't want to accept resumes, but if you can give them your business card, that is a great place to start. You know, and especially if you have your LinkedIn profile, you can add your LinkedIn profile to your business card. Here's the next one I want to talk about. Here, here's number five. I want you to rehearse your opening lines. Okay, rehearse that, practice that, get in the mirror, record it on your cell phone, record the video of it, you know, make sure you've got great facial expressions. If you have to do it virtually, please make sure that you've got a good background, even if you're doing a green screen, um, make sure that it's, you know, it's a nice appropriate background, it's not too busy. Um, but I want you to think about that. 
rehearse your opening lines. Expect to make a brief introductory speech at every booth that you visit. And can I help you with something? If the booths are right next to each other, let's say that you are doing this face-to-face. Uh, -face. If the booths are right next to each other, you don't want to have the same exact opening line for every single booth that you visit. People are going to hear, they'll be like, oh, he's got a good, you know, he or she has a good pitch, but it's the same one every time. So consider having a couple of options that you're comfortable with. Practice stating your name summarizing your background, and including a couple of top accomplishments that you have, depending on who you're visiting. Remember, it's like if you've got a strong sales background, but you want to apply for a sales management position, you want to highlight that, you want to have um, accomplishments in that area. If you're applying for an HR position, you know, and you still have a strong background in that area as well, you want to have that available and describing the position that you want. Even if you think you may be open to other options, you really want to be able to have at least just say five, five to seven bullet points about what position do you really want? You know, I'm looking for a company that has this and outside of the benefits package, but what else are you looking for? Think about that and then keep at it until you can do this in fewer than two to three minutes and sound natural doing it. I want you to practice it until you sound natural doing it. And then if you've got a couple of good business connections or, or friends, and I'm careful saying friends because you've got to have that friend that will tell you exactly how it sounds, record it. Record it several times so you can listen to yourself. You can record it with video so that you can see your facial expressions. You know, see if you're blinking a lot. Are you nervous? Practice, practice, practice so that you can sound natural when you attend the the career fair and if it's virtual you cannot sit there and look at a sheet of paper because they're going to be able to see that you're looking down all right here's the next one i want you to talk about um, is recruit a friend recruit a friend to go on the career fair with you i don't mean just trailing along each other but it's great when you know you've got someone else who's like oh my goodness how'd that go for you it went great for me but recruit a friend attending these events solo is fine but you may also benefit from the support of a friend attending as well so touch base at you know a, a certain time or a certain interval to encourage each other and then share the feedback. If there's someone that you're like, oh, I went to this booth, they're awesome, you know, go check them out. You can share that as well. The next thing I want you to think about, dress to impress. I know that that's old school, but you would be amazed. I've attended career fairs and college fairs in the past, and I am surprised at how some people show up. I'm not saying that every time you go to a career fair, you have to be in, you know, a three-piece suit and, you know, 10-inch heels, but you want to come to impress appropriately. Business casual is usually the way to go. And I also like to say that because I've seen people come so overdressed. There's a happy medium and you want to find out what that is. Business casual is usually the way to go. Good grooming, simple accessories and dress slacks, dress pants and skirts are usually a safe choice. Uh, whatever your preference is, keep in mind 
even though it's a career fair, you want to come there to impress. You want to stand out in an excellent way. Ensure that your shoes are comfortable enough for hours of walking and give them a quick shine on your way out the door to the event. Pay attention to that. And can I tell you, especially with men's shoes, this is a little business etiquette here, but especially with men's shoes, you do not want the heels of your shoes to look run over because when you walk away, what are they looking at? We're usually looking at your shoes. We're going to look we're going to look at your shoes, see if they're polished as well as see if half the heel is gone on their shoes. Do your very, very best. Do your very, very best. And ladies, for us, it goes the same way. If you, especially if you're a woman that likes to wear heels, you want to make sure that cap has not come off of your heels. And you know what I'm talking about, that little black cap that's on the on the bottom of the heel, you want to make sure that that's on because it's going to show if it's not when you're walking away. Keep it simple and professional and make sure that you're looking to impress and you're looking to stand out but in a very professional, business casual way. The last thing in this area, and this is all about before you get to the career fair that I want you to think about is volunteer your services. Volunteering is a great way to get inside information and make personal contacts. Call the organizer in advance to see if they can use your services. So, you know, I, I was thinking about attending the career fair, but I'd love to see if there's an opportunity to volunteer. That would be huge for you. You get to find out inside scoops probably of many of the uh, employers that are going to attend, as well as maybe even have an opportunity before, because you're going to be there if you're coming to help set up, if you're coming to help check people in, and then, you know, say, hey, I'd like to have, you know, a 30-minute break because I want to go meet, you know, a couple of businesses while I'm here. Put it out there. What an awesome way to get an inside scoop. I want to switch a little bit and talk about during the career fair, some things you want to keep in mind. First of all, get there early. When you get there early, you can catch the recruiters while they're still fresh. They're also more likely to remember you during the relatively quiet first hours than after crowds build up. If you're first in line, if you're fresh in mind, that gives them an opportunity to say, oh yeah, I remember the goodness, they were the first one at my table. Think about that. The second thing I want you to think about is focus on your top prospects. Make a list of the companies you think you really want to spend some time with and get a chance to visit and introduce yourself to. Budget your time so that you can talk with all of your best leads. This goes back to doing some homework before you attend. Have your list. Think about how much time did they say you could spend at each table. If you've got 30, 40 minutes, we get to spend five minutes at each table. Lock it down so that you get to the ones that you've planned out in advance. And give yourself plenty of time. Schedule more time than you think you need. You'll be able to take advantage of any additional opportunities and you can always go home early if you finish ahead of time. So if you block out 90 minutes for the career fair and you're like, oh, I got done in 45 minutes, wonderful. But you don't wanna give yourself short time, say, 60 minutes and it would really have taken you 90 minutes to get through because then you're going to miss out on getting some of those prime opportunities. Next in line, I want you to remember, be friendly. 
remember to smile, shake hands, let people know you're glad to meet them and that you're enthusiastic about their organization. Let people know you did your homework on them. There's I can remember being at a fair one time and someone said, Mary Ricketts, it's so glad to meet you. They, they knew who I was. They knew about the company and they had already done a little homework. That is impressive. That is impressive. That's saying you took some time before the career fair and you just didn't show up just to show up. Employers evaluate your personal qualities as well as your skills and your experience. Think about that. Remember to be friendly. Remember to have a solid handshake and smile. Number five for you on this, and this is on during our career for which I want you to keep in mind is take it easy on the giveaway items. Okay, people watch you. <laughs> it's so funny to see people come in and they, you know, they take one or two candies. Wonderful. But you better believe we're taking a look at who's digging their hand in the candy ball and like stuffing everything in their pocket. Who's picking up five pins when they come to the table? Take it easy on the giveaway items. All those free chains and water bottles, they really may look tempting, but be careful doing a lot of that. To maintain a professional appearance, limit yourself to what you can carry inconspicuously in your briefcase or in your tote bag. And it's awesome if people are handing it to you that's that's even a nicer way to get it. But please be careful doing that because I promise you at the end of fairs, those of us that have booths set up, we've probably had a chance, you know, to talk to you just like, oh my goodness, did that lady take like 10 of your pens too? Or did that guy take like 10 handfuls of candy? We We remember those things. We remember those things. The next thing I want you to think about, number six for you is be prepared to follow up. Get the name of everyone you speak with and clarify the next steps in their process. Send a prompt and personalized thank you message. And I have to tell you, there's nothing more personal than getting a personalized card, a small note card in the mail. It says, it was great to meet you at the career fair. I look forward to speaking with you soon. This is why having that personal business card can be nice because you can slide that card in there and put it, pop it in the mail. There was a time when um, one of the ladies I used to work with years ago, I can remember she kept her cards in, in her car and literally many of them were, were made out in advance so that all she had to do was put the name on, put the address on, slide in her business card and it was in the mail. Do it immediately after. Do it immediately after while you are still fresh in their mind. This is why I also think it is phenomenal now to have your LinkedIn profile updated because you could put that in there, you know, feel free to visit my, you know, my LinkedIn profile, you know, at, you know, Mary Ricketts, you know, and there are some great businesses out there that can help you create a phenomenal LinkedIn profile. You want to do that. This is valuable information because if they didn't see your resume and you could only put so much on your resume, your LinkedIn profile is where you could really, really hammer in on your skill sets based on what you're looking to do. All right. Think about that. You want to send that prompt personalized thank you message to express your appreciation and keep that communication going. 
these were tips and tools for you for the career fair. Think about before and after the career fair, what's important, including if you get to be face-to-face -face for the career fair or if it's going to be virtual. I want to hone in on the virtual career fairs as much as you possibly can. If you have not been online lately, consider what tools you need so that you have a clear camera, that you either have a good microphone or a good headset um, for so that they can hear and see you well. And you also want to make sure that whichever way you have to face, that there's no distractions in the background. If you can help it, you want to make sure there's no, you know, if there's not a window, you know, can you have the blinds closed? Do you have decent lighting in the room so that they can see your face clearly? And don't forget to make sure that you still come to the table, dress very professionally even if you're going to be virtual. A career fair really is a valuable opportunity to network and introduce yourself to employers. Keep using the usual online tools, but add these events to the mix to make your job search as rewarding as possible. To your success, to your success in your job hunt and getting out to all the career fairs virtually and in person that you can. I'm Mary Ricketts. Thank you for listening to Scale Up and Grow. To your success, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.